In this special episode of This is the Author, Library Love Edition, hear these authors and familiar voices share why the library holds such a special place in their hearts. Enjoy. Hi, this is Glennon Doyle, the author of the new book, Untamed. Okay, I love libraries. First of all, Abby and I met at a librarian convention. The pivotal moment of this entire book, of my entire life, happened because I was at a convention for librarians. So librarians and libraries have a very special place in my heart. Also, because when I was little, I was an incredibly anxious, introverted, sensitive kid, and one of the only places I ever felt completely comfortable was in a library. Hi, this is John Von Soten, author of Monsieur Mediocre. One American learns the high art of being everyday French. My favorite thing about my local library is that it's one of the few places in public where it's still silent. I feel like the last two remaining places are, are libraries and churches, basically. And I find myself in churches often in Paris as well, when you can kind of just walk through these doors and the silence is something old that hits you. And all of a sudden you feel your senses tingling and your curiosity sprouts. It's a place where you feel it's okay to be passive and, and to sit down for a while. And, and that's not allowed anymore in our world, it seems. You're constantly distracted and, and solicited by other stuff. Libraries are a good place to just be bored for a second. And when you're bored, you know, creativity kind of sprouts up and you look to a shelf and you open a book. Hi, my name is Lee Hartley Carter, author of Persuasion, Convincing Others When Facts No Longer Seem to Matter. I'm a book nerd. I just had a baby girl in April a couple months ago, and I have lots of prayers and dreams for her, but one of my biggest prayers is that she loves books. And I don't just want her to be a book nerd, which would be wonderful. I just want her to love books and words as much as I did. I can remember being a little girl and going to the library and that was always a big deal, being able to pick out books. And I was an avid reader. My mom can attest to this. I would stay up late at night, and I had a flashlight hidden in my room, and I would try and read books under the covers. But she could go by and probably see, like, the glow of the flashlight under my pink blanket and see that I was reading. But she never stopped me because that was something that she really encouraged. But I would steal her books when I was too young to be reading Danielle Steele and things that were probably inappropriate for a fourth grader or whatever I was at the time. But a big accomplishment for me or a big deal was when my mom took me to get my own library card. And I was able to have that every week. We would borrow and return library books. And that was my favorite things about summer, that and swimming. <laughs> Hi, this is Emily Pine, author of Notes to Self. My favorite thing about my local library is how books get multiple readers. I particularly like borrowing cookbooks from the library. I like when I open them, when I read through the recipes or when I'm cooking a recipe myself, and you see a stain in the margin. And normally you don't like stains in books that you've been reading, but this seems to me to be the mark of another reader, somebody else who has loved this book. And I like that idea of sharing, and I love the freedom of it. I love that it is something that we do as a community. Hi, this is Ali Wong, author of Dear Girls. My favorite thing about my local library 
is that it has all these wonderful children's books that I don't have to purchase or keep in my home that is already overcrowded with plastic toys and board books. Hi, this is Rick Russo. My favorite library, of course, is the Gloversville Free Library, the library in the town where I grew up in upstate New York. Some of my fondest, earliest memories of the place were my mother taking me by the hand and walking me down to the library, which strangely enough was right across the street from a glove shop where my grandfather used to work. And I remember pausing outside the library with my mother looking up at the fourth floor of this glove shop, which was where the glove cutters all worked, and knowing that that's where my beloved grandfather spent his Monday through Friday up there cutting gloves. And there was something about the fact that that was where he was, and it was right across the street from the library, Most of the comfort of my young life was kind of knowing that, knowing where my grandfather was and knowing that he was close and safe. And then going into the library where my mother would patiently wait for me for, you know, a good hour to make my selections, you could take out, just imagine it, six books. They would allow you to take out six books. You didn't have to pay for them. I thought it was just the most remarkable thing in the world and kind of still do, (laughs) actually. And then years later, being left there alone, you know, to make my own decisions without any kind of supervision and realizing that if I snuck out of the kids' room and into the adults' room and over to the science fiction bookshelf that had rockets on the cover, which I was much taken with, and that I could go into the adult section of the library. And no one, unlike in school, for instance, where they were trying to direct everything that I was reading and thinking, in the library, no one seemed to think it was odd that someone as young as I was was browsing around in the adult books, finding things in there, finding whole new worlds, and trusting me, trusting me to make my own decisions. It remains you know, that library, which I've had a chance to go back and do some work for because it needed all kinds of repairs. And they had a massive fundraising scheme a few years ago where they tried to raise what seemed to me to be an astonishing amount of money for such a poor community. But boy, the community rose to the occasion. And my library, this beautiful place, this magical place of my childhood, it looked like it might be raised for a while, but it was saved by the hard work of people in the community. It's one of the great debts of my life, that place. Hi, this is Terry McMillan, and I'm the author of It's Not All Downhill From Here. My favorite thing about my local library is that it still exists. My first job was at 14 at a library. I took pictures of it last year when I was visiting my hometown and put it on Twitter. I'm grateful for them, all of them. And I hope we always have them. I had a niece who was in architecture, and she showed me a photograph of this building. And I said, what is that? And she said, it's a library. And I said, where are the books? She said, oh, there aren't any. And she was serious. I couldn't believe it. Hi, this is Pablo Cartaya, author of Each Tiny Spark. I really love my local library. I love libraries in general. I love librarians. I think they're the coolest. They're the best champions of our communities. My kids, after school, the first place they want to go is to a library. I have brought my children there since they were tiny. When I work and I need some time, I don't go to a coffee shop. I go to the library to work. It's a sanctuary for me. 
This is the author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind the mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com/nextlisten.